Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We good? Yeah. Yep. Super. doesn't start till I walk in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Uh, Pete's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. James or Jim. All right. He's here. He's already done it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one step ahead. He jumped the gun. Like all the best players. Yeah. Uh, First yards in your head. Yeah. <laughs> gentlemen, Phil Brown said recently, quite ironically because he's been sacked but uh, he said uh, <laughs> he said I don't drink pints of hindsight I drink pints of Guinness managed to sound like Brent and Partridge in the same <laughs> yeah. it's amazing he drinks pints of P45 now yeah yeah. well he'll have plenty of time he to drink what he uh, wants really, to drink <laughs> lots of hindsight in the garden in the gardening leave lots uh, of creosote uh, <laughs> all over his face what, what is the, what is something um your favourite thing that managers come out with, or something quite outstanding, something silly, something something that's stuck in the memory. Luke, oh, it's always me first. I'm under pressure. You always <laughs> jump in. That's fine. yeah. Well, I like to have I like to have my own decision to jump in. I don't like being told. Get on with it. Um, I, one that sticks in the mind for me is when Keegan took over as manager of England. Oh yeah, uh, would have been um, leading up to Euro 2000. Would be his first tournament, I believe. Yeah, and um, the only tournament. There was talk of. Um, Argentina and stuff like that and because of what happened in, in the World Cup 98 and then for some reason Keegan just went but Argentina won't be in the European Championships because they're from South America <laughs> <laughs> do you remember him saying it? Yeah. oh because of his commentary yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when uh, was it Batty ran up yeah. to take it and he went is he going to score Kevin yes, yes. oh no, <laughs> no. Well, it well, did I'd... make it seem like that was Kevin Keegan's fault didn't it yeah. that whole debacle he sort of went, yes, an off mark, but you still heard it. He went, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Keegan is a great one for talking himself in circles, though, it isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but that was a great one. Didn't he want to say, I'm, disappo- I'm not disappointed. Uh, I can't say I'm disappointed, but I am disappointed. I'm just yeah. disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great value in the press conferences. I loved it when he um, he took the reins back at Newcastle, when he was in charge for those three games under Ashley. And he was... It was I- incredible breaking news. Everyone, oh my goodness, yeah. glued to the TV. And uh, <laughs> somebody asked him a question at the press conference, and he answered it. And then, and then, because everyone was wanting to ask him stuff, and someone else jumped. The same guy went to ask him another question, and I think it was a Sky Sports News guy. And he just sort of went, "Hang on a minute, pal. You can't hog the questions." All right, you, you've got to let other people have a go, kind yeah. of thing. And it was just like, get back in your box, all right? <laughs> yeah. Because he kept going, oh, it's Gospel Zeus, Gospel Zeus. Like, no, no, no. I'm Every, back. Everyone's the same. I'm Kevin Keegan. Treats and everyone I am fairly. back. Yeah. Media <laughs> communism. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an idea. Mm. Uh, James or Jim, what have you got? Well, I'm going to slightly ignore 
the boundaries set by your question, right. as I quite often do. Mm. I'll, think of I'll, I'll forego the points <laughs> if I have to. I'm going to go for when Delia Smith mm. got so drunk she thought it would be a good idea you to go, are Where are you? Yeah, at half time. Ladies and Norwich fans. <laughs> Where what are, are you? you? Doing? <laughs> Lesbian Avenue! Come back, Lesh- you! Lesh- I love you! Lesbian Avenue! Lesbian Avenue! She said afterwards that she wasn't drunk, she was just uh, tired and emotional or something, didn't she? Which, uh, which well, she lied then, didn't she? Coincidentally, is what my mum always says when she is in fact drunk. <laughs> so I knew straight away that she was drunk. Good old Delia. They I'm lost that game, didn't they? Was it a last minute Robbie Fowler goal, I think? Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> they, I think yeah. they lost. I think they lost. Pete, um, I knew you were going to ask this question through hindsight. Pints of hindsight. Uh, so I prepared. Wow. Uh, wrote what this fella said. Ian Holloway. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To put in gentleman's terms, if you've been out for a night and you're looking for a young lady and you pull one, you've done what you set out to do. We didn't look our best today, but we have pulled. Some weeks the lady is no, is good looking, and some weeks they're not good looking. Our performance today would have not been not the best looking bird, but at least we got her in the taxi. She may not have been the best looking lady who ended up taking home, but it was still very pleasant and very nice. So thanks very much, and let's have coffee. <laughs> Every like woman he has ever slept with is, is just deeply regretting it after that. He's actually is that he's, me means? he's just quoted Maradona there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that one, that's brilliant. That's sensational stuff. Yeah. He's d- he's done a few. He's doing it. That Can you do the notable t- um, uh, suck in your thumb uh, barrel of tits that That's Red right, did? Yeah. Yeah. Did he do that one as well? I yeah. don't know whether he made it or he that, did that it. That one about the taxi time. turned him into a sort of um, household name like, overnight. Which one was that one? The one you just read. Oh, that was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've never heard that, to be honest with you. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. Yeah. You got, I mean, for, for slightly better, like, not silly ones, you got like people like Clough are obviously good value. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, say, these are ones we've talked about. They say Rome wasn't built in a day, but I wasn't on that particular day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot that we've kind of gone over before in the yeah. profile and so on. What's your one then? But it's short and sweet. Go I just on. loved it when David O'Leary was referring to uh, when people were saying when he was in charge of Leeds and they were saying, "So is is uh, you know we've heard such and such is interested in whether it be Alan Smith or whoever." No one's touching my babies. <laughs> yeah. you know, creepy. <laughs> Saying it when they were talking, when they were talking yeah. about because obviously they got to the Champions League semi final. He kept referring to his players as his babies. They were in the Tottenham race as well, and they were going, "Are you going to win it?" And so they're just babies. They're yeah. just babies. <laughs> <laughs> I love the baby talk from yeah. O'Leary. That was a bit odd. Wasn't Local it? babies. It doesn't help that he looks like a character from the League of Gentlemen, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. It just adds to the creepiness. Oh. Just him breastfeeding Alan Smith. You've <laughs> 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 finished your rusk now. Finish it. <laughs> Finish it, baby. Finish it. <laughs> Why Alan Smith spent so much time crying? Yeah, it's, it's genuinely never been the same since. That's no. probably why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'll be pleased to know, everybody, that Pete's going to get the points yeah, this week. Yeah, because I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, Pete, you deserve them. I think that's my first of 2010. No, it isn't. You keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that last year. <laughs> Leave his baby points alone. He's yeah. very precious about them. To be honest, I need to go back and tally all these points up and You're give, the, and give the winner a prize I'm, t- I'm, at top, the end of the I'm top at the moment. I don't think I think James is probably top actually yeah. we don't know do we yeah, but I need to find that out I'll tell you who's the winner football's the winner <laughs> opening question football's always the winner <laughs> um, honourable mentions we, we must say um, someone emailed in about this um, and, but this is a classic one remember John Sitton yeah the late Orient manager there was a documentary I forget the, the name of it but it was basically following him around as he had a sort of nervous breakdown while his team sort of collapsed around he really did as well yeah, yeah. like a proper you know yeah no he actually yeah. did 
But the, the quote was amazing. Do you remember the quote? Because I can remember. There's, the, there's loads, aren't there? What one are you thinking? The one of? I'm thinking of is the old when the, the one of the keep one of the players in the change room at half time starts giving him a bit him a bit of back chat, and he goes, uh, "Oh, well, that's how you feel. Come back tomorrow, and we'll have a good old fashioned tear up. Yeah. <laughs> I bring you mate. I bring you mate, and then bring you dinner. Because when I'm finished, we'll need it. <laughs> dinner. Yeah. I'm not sure he says. I, I'm not sure he actually says though because you'll need it. I think he just says because you can bring your dinner. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They'll have a nice time. <laughs> I, think he, I think he actually says you can pair up and pick a mate as well. Like that, yeah. I'd, I'd love those sort of candid sort of moments. So remember that um, that um, TV program? Is it Premier Passions that followed around? Uh, that was it. That was it. No, Peter Reid. The follow around Peter Reid. Peter Reid. Yeah, that's Sunderland. Right. Sunderland. And yeah, just, yeah. And, he, and he was just the sweariest man. Mm. Yeah, there was. A... Even, even Holloway was. Uh, he, Holloway did a uh, stress um, TV program, and he sort of said at the end. He sort of said, "I thought." He, Effectively said, I thought I was an amazing, thoughtful dude, but turns out I'm a little sort of like little prickery. Which <laughs> 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 is a, a glorious bit of self. Uh, there, was a, there was another one. Remember, Big Ron Manager, where Ron yeah. Atkinson went to Peterborough, and Steve Bleasdale was the manager. Was it Peterborough? Peterborough United, yeah. Okay. Steve Bleasdale. It was on the Barry Front, wasn't it? Oh right. Yeah. And and, Ble- and Bleasdale just got absolutely no respect. <laughs> it, was, it was it was almost quite difficult to watch. Yeah. <laughs> he took he took them all to a factory, a local factory, because they were being really sort of um, disobedient and uh, not really doing what they're told or trying hard. These players. And he took them to a local factory, <laughs> and even then, they were, he was like basically <laughs> saying to them, you know, this is what it could be for you if you don't play football properly. Mm. You know, if you're out of a job, you'll be working this factory. Well, I think that's fair. To but all the players were like, well, I don't, you know what? I don't really care. <laughs> but they were so, so disrespectful. Well, yeah. And obviously he ended up losing his job in the end. Yeah. He, he's had a few outbursts, actually, hasn't he? Big Ron. Oh, yeah. Well, less Moving on. Just quickly, there was, a, there was a guy who used to be in charge at Leatherhead, non-league Leatherhead, uh, playing in the Ryman Leagues, I forget which one now, uh, a couple below the um, the conference. And he, apparently his team talks used to really, his half-time team talks used to consist of him just roasting everybody. Even doesn't matter how well they were playing, and my mate said he want, he would go along the row and just go, "You're shit, you're shit, yeah. you're even shitter." Don't even talk to me. You know, <laughs> that's how he used to deal with the players. The, the guy who used to play, the guy who used to manage the team I played for when I played out in New Zealand was a scouser, and he was he, he had a bit of pedigree. I think he played for Grimsby. Right. He played for Marine. Remember Marine? Yeah, yeah. I think they're yeah. a conference north side when he played from anyway. So he was quite good. And uh, at half time, he used to he used to give you pelters as well. Mm. And uh, there was this one guy uh, who used to play, and he was like nuts. You know, mm. he didn't take any shit from anyone. I think I think one of the referees called him mad as a cut snake once when he got <laughs> sent off. And uh, the, the, the manager was going around like you say, going, "You're shit. You're a twat. You're shit." And, he, right. and everyone was just sat there thinking, "I don't want to say anything because I'm going to be sort of subbed off." And he got around to this guy and just went, "You're shit." And the guy just went, "Well, you are." <laughs> <laughs> and it, it broke the atmosphere straight away. <laughs> But you got to love a bit of that at half-time. Mm. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn Hoddles uh, said um, famously, um, half-time is a, is a time to create positive energy, didn't he? Is that right? It doesn't sound like these, uh, these boys are subscribed to that. No, no. absolutely. Um, we're going to start with... Ah, oh, David Beckham. Oh, what a mm. shame. Ah. Oh. I, I told you about this on Sunday, and you were genuinely gutted, weren't you, Mark? Still yeah. am. You felt yeah. really, really... You were sort of devoted. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. a moment on Sky Sports with um, two bones... Oh my god! This physiotherapist was on, going. Well, this is where the Achilles tendon, tendon is. watch. <laughs> it was just him, like moving this, and, and the guy was going. So he definitely can't play in the World Cup. She's going. No, probably not. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Probably not. <laughs> no, he's, he's silently moving this bone up and down. It's not like Sky Sports News to go over the top about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hogging the questions. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, we don't want to talk too much about it because it will be um, done to death, but it's it's such a shame for a man who's yeah. worked so hard. It, I mean, is it... Is it the huge sort of blow for England everyone's saying it is, though? No, I, I think... Do you know what? If, I think if it, if it was Frank Lampard or... Uh, Rooney. Rooney, dare I say, yeah. who gets an injury, I'd be... I'd be more upset or, or, or kind of, oh, no, our chances, you know. Mm. Whereas with Beckham, I'm, I feel so sorry for the man. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, yeah, I am. You can see he wants it so, so much. Oh, you I could know. see in his face that it was emotional pain as well as physical pain. Because yeah. he knew, didn't he? He knew straight away. Yeah. But, and also, someone made the point to me today that, uh, you know, we're not blessed with brilliant blokes in that England squad. Yeah. And he's a genuine good guy. <laughs> Everybody true. loves him. I mean, the, um, well, I mean, Adriano um, Galliani, the Milan vice president, said that um, he's be out for five to six months probably but he mm. said you know I saw him suffering and he, as he put it he says I took him into, in my arms and I told him that if he wants next year he will be with us I mean that's incredible but he hasn't yeah. said as a player though has he there? no very true. <laughs> but, it, but that's how much that he's loved ticket. that's how much yeah. he's loved you know? absolutely I think you know if you look at it and you try and put a positive spin on it it takes that decision making from, from Capello he, he now knows he can't take Beckham mm. he probably would have taken him but he's not faced that dilemma of when he plays him how often he plays him he's, that's yeah. gone now so he can at least concentrate on the sort of new generation of players coming through yeah. it is a blow I don't think it's a massive blow for footballing reasons but like you say for the benefit of the squad and there's no reason he still can't go and be and be beneficial to the squad in that capacity I don't do, you think, think. do you think Capello should take him along in yes this? I'd James? hate to see him in a TV studio this summer. I think it'd be yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I don't see, I don't see how Beckham being there would sort of have a negative impact um, with the squad. Although for him, it might be very, very personally frustrating. It might get him quite down. You never know. Mm. Don't, don't know the man, do I? But there's been a lot of doom mongering about it. It was like, oh, he might never play again. If he does, he'll probably never play at that level. It's like you're not a doctor. Yeah. You're just some fat bloke who works for the Sun. He's been sat in a Sky Sports studio. You don't, you literally don't Ray, know Ray what Keen. you're talking about. Ray you're Ke- just madly speculating. Ray, it's really annoying. Keen's, do you see Roy Keane's bit where he's sort of gone? Well, you know, he's played in three World Cups. I don't really care. <laughs> I love Roy Keane's press conferences. Yeah. They seem to have one every day, don't they? It's brilliant. I'd love to go to a Roy Keane's press conference, but at the same time, I think I'd be genuinely terrified to go into the room. Yeah. <laughs> in case I said something, he did, or just moved in a way that he didn't like. I he's got levers and uh, and sort of holes in the floor. Oh, God. He's so quietly menacing. Yeah, he's so quietly menacing. Mm. When you don't realise, your chair would just tip back and you yeah. disappear through the floor. <laughs> You'll be seen again. Okay. Well, um... Let's move on to the Premier League, possibly the best league the world's ever known. Mm. Um, <laughs> a good win for Spurs. Pavlichenko getting another yeah. brace. Well, I mean, Luke, you've always championed Pavlichenko. I remember you? I championed him ahead of the Russia-England game when he mm. beat England pretty much single-handedly, pretty much. But he, since then, he's he, he's been not playing enough, really. And now, and when he does play, you know he can do the business. For me, Crouch yeah. hasn't had a very good season. He started off OK. Yeah. I don't know why Pavlichenko wasn't playing earlier. Because Redknapp being so stubborn, that's what it is. Yeah, their North London rivals Arsenal got a fortunate win at Hull. Benton has been murkiness, hasn't he? <laughs> he slated him last week. He's done a Podolski. He scored four goals since we last <laughs> recorded the show. <laughs> I don't think he's changed as a player though since the last show. No, he's we've just um, scored some goals, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't really think that was a fortunate win for Arsenal, really, considering the circumstances, because the the penalty, obviously, Hessling was offside in the build up to it and also <laughs> Arsenal should definitely have had a penalty as well on, on Gal Clichy just absolutely it's a bad refereeing display all round actually because it was a shocker at Spurs Spurs should have had a penalty as well which is just outrageous um, which, so you say it wasn't a fortunate win but I yeah. mean in, in the circumstances but it makes it sound like Arsenal sort of fluked it when well yeah, I mean it was one all the Hull are down to 10 men and they haven't really broken them down a shot comes in from about 30 25 yards out whatever 
the keeper poorly parries it yeah. back to Bedner, and he hits it. He in. reacted well, though, Bedner. He reacted well, but, I'm, you know... The keeper's got to do better. That is not a goal you can rely on in injury time to win a game, is what I'm saying. Well, absolutely not, but you, the thing is you've got to just sort of keep plugging away, haven't you, for the, for the whole game, and that, that is what Arsenal did very well. Yeah, admittedly, we talked before, you know, as everybody said at the Stoke game, that's the kind of game they wouldn't have won. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and absolutely. again, no matter when all said and done, they've got the three points. It is know. worrying for Arsenal that they do seem to rely on digging themselves out of these situations rather than comfortably winning these games. I mean, yeah. obviously it's good that they are winning them, but I, I think I, hopefully they'll form an illegal pick-up a bit. What was George Boateng doing? Yeah, that was a bit yeah. It's like he was trying to pull Bentner's eye out. <laughs> well, he, he ended up getting himself sent off, didn't he? Yeah, he, he just looked. Strange. It was. He looked like he was just spoiling for a fight, though, didn't he? The he whole did. time. I think Bentner was sort of chipping away at him and winding them up. Um, but in fairness, you know, Bentner has scored four goals since we recorded, and I'm not taking yeah. anything away from him. But two have been laid absolutely on the plate by Sharvi. Yeah. Yeah. One was a penalty, and the other one was, to be fair, against Hull was a nice reaction. But yeah, yeah. But as my has got to do better there, like, he's got absolutely. no reason mm. to be parrying that in back into the middle of the goal. I know the go- I know the ball moved a little bit, but he's got to see it a bit earlier. It came from a long way out. Mm. Bentner has also seemed to have styled himself on Guile from Street Fighter. There's yeah. a lot of this. Going Same on. hair. <laughs> I don't like the, the permanent Bentner sneer. Mm. That's what I don't like. He's right. almost got like an Elvis sneer going on, but not in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, it's like it says, I'm better than you, so I'm mocking you with my face. Yeah. Well, maybe he is. Mm. Um, uh, I think he's all sound very bitter, if you ask me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phil Brown. Phil Brown, as we said at the start of the show, is no longer the Hull City manager. Mm. Does that come as a surprise, Pete? Well, especially after a fairly all right performance against Arsenal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. harsh that that's <laughs> done for him, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you think it was because... Um, after the uh, Jimmy Bullard and Nick Barmy incident, there was uh, the, the, they had to apologise to the women in women's incident. Maybe there was a campaign <laughs> got on. But they said they were near, near the hum- Humber Bridge. Why can't he just stay away from bridges? Yeah, <laughs> everything goes wrong. Every time he goes near a bridge, old yeah. brown. I mean, if you don't, if you, if you, it's like John Terry. <laughs> well, hey. good one. If you put aside the fact that he's a really, really dislikable fellow, Phil Brown, because <laughs> mm. I used to quite like him, oh, uh, but I he's done, I think that's hard. He's done a good job at home. When he took over, they were like right near the bottom in the doldrums of the championship. Yeah, he's done a good job. It's not guaranteed they're going to get relegated this season. I can't see the favourite to come in now is Mixon. You know, oh, yeah. here he comes! So, I'm not Get the point. Some about that. I'd forgotten all about Megson. So with Megson, you're still going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're lose games, but you're also going to have a really boring time of it at the yeah. same time. <laughs> with, with nine games to go, it is a crazy, crazy decision. Surely, I mean, who are they going to? I mean, Megson coming in—that's that's mental. Get, it's absolutely mad. Get Keegan in. <laughs> yeah. Are we up for that? Um, do you think a hole's going to go down? In a word, a hole's going to go down. I think they will now. Yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? And okay. then Bullard and Bullard um, will get a move. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bullard can, said he'll stay with them. Can they appoint? Uh, can they appoint anyone? Isn't um, Hort, is a Horton going to um, step up? Yeah. Horton will be in charge yeah. for their next game. Yeah, right, his yeah. funny eyes. Mm-hmm. Wolves uh, got a good win at Burnley. Wolves are doing all right. I think. I think mm. they've been quite unlucky in some games. Mick McCarthy's an odd one. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah, mm. really is an He's odd strange. man. Burnley. I mean. What, the only thing they were ever going to be relying on Burnley was the home form and if that comes unstuck which is starting to they're, they're bang in trouble mm. Manchester United beat Fulham in a reasonably routine 3-0 win um, I was there we're not there made the trip I was I was at Old Trafford day tripper oh, that's right yeah um, I know it sounds like an obvious thing to say but you know it, it's it's been a while I, I just forgot well not forgot but the, the club is magnificent <laughs> it really is yeah. I mean we went to the new Camp recently mm. 
And I'm a little biased. I wouldn't say it was quite that. But it, but a lot of Manchester United fans and a lot of other people would say it was. But it certainly rivals it, you know. Good, mm. good day out then. It was a great day out. Yeah, yeah. Get it a was, prawn sandwich? Nonsense. Shame oh, yeah. boys couldn't do the business for you. Roy was very magnanimous in defeat. He always is. So we're just going to congratulate Manchester United and we'll congratulate Wayne Rooney and we'll move on and rebuild for our next game. I have to tell you, there was a, a wonderful, wonderful moment in, in, in the uh, during the game, but it was nothing to do with with on the pitch. The game, I mean, it's United v Fulham. It's never going to be a tasty affair. It's well, no, Fulham have won that tie quite a few well, times. Sorry, sort of... it's never going to be a particularly nasty or, or hate-filled game or no, anything no. like that. Okay, maybe there's been one or two little spats. And, and if sorry, you hate but... Fulham, you've got something wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're the Switzerland of the Premier League. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And and the game, as I say, was was quite a mild um, game as it goes in, in, the, in the Premier League, and it just there was a lull in the game as there often is. An LOL yeah. or just a dip? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, there was a dip. Everything just went a bit quiet, and there had not been much banter between the two sets of supporters. And this guy stood up, and he wasn't on the edge of the Fulham crowd, right by the United fans. He was right in the middle, completely unprovoked, completely out of left field, stood up, and as I say, everything just went quiet, and he leaned. Looked over the United fans and went, You lot are a bunch of wankers! Did you all laugh? It was superb. Like you just realised it. You yeah, went, Wait yeah. a minute! Yeah. <laughs> was it just you? Realize where I am. <laughs> was it you? I was with a uh, young, young friend of the show, Matthew Ryan. Oh, yeah. And I leaned over and went, One for the ramble. Straight <laughs> 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 yeah. away. Yeah. Got your notebook out. Yeah. <laughs> what was that you said? <laughs> just like, yeah. what, did he, what did he point at? He's I mean, like at the I United mean, fans. So, but, like, I mean, that's it. They're Everywhere, surely, huh? Yeah, but well, I mean, there was one uh, particular. But he, um, yeah, everyone went, Way! and even the United fans started applauding. S- since we had that little, super, that little run in where, super. where listeners have been saying, th- sending their, their sort of funny things heard at matches. I've added. Yeah, yeah, but my favourite one so far has definitely been uh, fill the box with attack-minded players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's definitely my favourite one. That's so good. There was a, there was a nice chant from the Fulham end um, when United went two 0 up. They started singing three two one aggregate because obviously they beat. Them <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, it ended three all. Yeah. But I did hear a, a lovely a lovely rendition um, of. Uh, Yesterday, well, to the theme tune of yesterday by the Beatles on the way back on the train, and it was uh, suddenly he's twice the man he used to be. Oh, I believe in John O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy just rattled off this whole song about John O'Shea. I'm dead tune, against it. To the tune of yesterday. Berbatov played well. He did play he's, well. He's having a bit of a I don't know, Indian summer. What do you call that? I don't yeah. really know. Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. Renaissance baby. Yeah, an Indian winter. Yeah. Robertson um, smokes, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he? I like that. Almost certainly, yeah. Almost certainly, I think he does. Yeah. Do you think Rooney's the best player in the world at the moment? A lot of people saying he is. No. Messi, yeah. Messi, Messi is just incomparable. I mean, Rooney is absolutely superb. He's certainly up there. He's, he's up there with Messi and Ronaldo, Ronaldo at the moment. And I would say, and I think Ronaldo deserves a bit more credit actually for how quickly he sort of settled into Madrid. But yeah, I mean, I don't think he's as good as Messi because Messi's like you made the point uh, the other day, Luke, on the Facebook group that Messi's only twenty-two years old, which yeah. is in- incredibly easy to forget. Do you, do you but think Ru- that Rooney's because only what twenty-four? Yeah. But do you think that because of the intensity of the games being played at now and the, and the quick um, sort of rate in which games come along that players are actually peaking a lot earlier now because Definitely, you wouldn't expect absolutely. people to peak to their 28, 29 before yeah, true. Mm. now it seems to be the best players in the world all quite young I know Cristiano Ronaldo's 25 
But I mean, I think he's only just 25. 24, 25. And he's been yeah. excellent for a, quite a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Messi, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a fact last season, I'm not sure if it's just in the league or in all competitions, but there wasn't a game where Messi started where he didn't contribute either an assist or a goal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the craziness. For me, to answer your question properly, though, I don't actually care. It just cheapens yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter to me that Wayne Rooney's maybe slightly better or slightly worse than Messi. The yeah. fact he's a great player, it's great to watch. Well, you, there's no way he's to the quantify correct answer, it, is there? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, Let's just enjoy it. Concept. It doesn't matter. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure this was never an issue before. It was, it was nice to see him score a goal with his feet. Yeah. <laughs> I quite yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's... Um, He's been linked with Real Madrid now, isn't he? The old circus has begun. I just, I cannot see him going there. Hey, Rooney? Yeah. Why would he want to go to Real Madrid? Exactly. Yeah, he's, no, there's no point. He'll get ten minutes to settle in and they'll vote him out. Yeah. Across town, Manchester City drew with Sunderland. Well, it wasn't across town. The game was at Sunderland. Adam Johnson scored a nice goal. Um, mm. Can the A-bomb force his way in? Can he, can he hijack that plane in a non-terrorist <laughs> way? It was certainly... Can you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's impossible. <laughs> It was it was certainly a very very good well taken goal. But yeah. did he mean it, though, Marcus? Who cares? Did he mean it? Well, Marcus, you made a good point, which was that he can play on both flanks. He's actually mm. left footed. I think that was an excellent point. It was a very good point. Yeah, <laughs> sure you made it off the ramble, and now I'm taking the credit. But anyway, <laughs> it was a good point, and I think now Beckham's definitely ruled out. I, I'd like, I, you know, I'm biased against SWP. But I, I, I lo- I'd like to see Ajon in there. Well, it's interesting because um, when Swoop come off. And um, Johnson was That's Sean Wright Phillips, by yeah. the way. Yeah, right. he, um, it's kind of like Nazzle, isn't it? I said that for a while. Nazzle, there you go, I said it again. Nice one. Um, it, it, he did add a lot more dynamism to it, um, and Sean Wright Phillips was just sort of going down a lot of blighted alleys, and Johnson really added something to the game. I think it's sort of inevitably a future England international. Absolutely. Something else I noticed about that game, weirdly, is that um, Sunderland have got Hawaii the lads written in the seats in the stadium. What do you think about that, Pete? Pete, it's nothing to do with me. I didn't do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> reassuring. But um, SWP sounds like a '90s R&B group, all, <laughs> all female. Yeah, He's, he was a he was a Sunderland um, supporter. Uh, Johnson, was, wasn't he? Johnson, what he, he is, yeah. Okay, but um, uh, Steve Bruce said I'll slap his legs or something. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll slap his legs. <laughs> so he's like, like a I'll clip him. Or he's something. another weird northeastern. Sort of chastening exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Ruth and Mick McCarthy, the weirdest managers in the league, for my mind. No, I think Phil Brown's up there as well. Oh, he's well, not, not, not anymore. Not anymore. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Hey, he's on the dole now. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, I think you find he's uh, technically still employed by that club, so uh, <laughs> you are bang wrong. Yeah, you are drinking pints of egg on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Story has left Portsmouth Football Club. Can I get an amen? Uh, amen, <laughs> amen. I, th- I think that's probably for the best of... Testify! <laughs> for everybody um, that lives anywhere near Portsmouth. That lives. And, uh, <laughs> that lives. But, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to uh, Luke Moore's uh, Peter Story Roundup. Um, yeah, so what I thought I'd do is I'd give you my favourite um, Peter Story quotes throughout his tenure um, at, at the club. You know, there's obviously been a lot of time, there's been a lot of press and stuff like that. So I'll run you through them bit by bit, and I'll do them in a certain order, uh, and so you can you can see which ones are your favourites. So um, my first one is. People have got to appreciate that I'm the chief executive of this club. <laughs> I am an employee. I am not the owner, and it's the owners that make the decisions and run the club. At the end of the day, I'm simply an employee of the club, and I only carry out the instructions of the owner. That's funny, Peter, because you said, oh, Alpha Raj, he doesn't like publicity. He'll let me run the club day today. That's <laughs> a good one, isn't it? Um, Peter Story exclusive. How I sealed the Portsmouth takeover deal with Solomon Al-Fayim. This will revolutionise the club. 
our financial problems increased when we had a succession of owners who didn't have the money to run the club. <laughs> they borrowed against our assets and now we're in more debt. He's clamping himself up at every given opportunity. But he's not afraid to... Sh- he doesn't shy away from putting the players down when they speak out of turn. OK. When Peter Crouch and Sol Campbell expressed concerns about the finance of the club, <laughs> sometimes they just don't understand. They make these silly statements. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, he said that about Peter Crouch and, uh, and Sol Campbell. What about this one? This is my, The penultimate one is this. The club is not going into administration. If that were the case, it would have happened at the end of September or early October. Much is happening behind the scenes, but constant <laughs> malicious rumours and speculation do not assist with the proposed major long-term funding that is currently being put in place. We're financially sound now. The moves that we made in the transfer window, Celine Germain Defy and Lassana Diara, have made things stable. They haven't. And last but not least, when he resigned... It is an extremely sad day for everyone connected with this club. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to judge of that, hubristic. and it fucking isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my Peter Story roundup. Oh, my mm. days. Big thanks to, um, to, to the Swiss Ramble, uh, um, who set up a little blog about it. And I, um, Swiss um, Ramble? Yeah, I think, I think they're, a, they're a blog based out in Switzerland, but they're named after the Football Ramble. Beautiful. Nice. Influencing things. Mm. Influencing things. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm that he did give a nod of the head. Yeah. But no cap, no. so... But have a, have, a, have a wink. Yeah. There yeah, it is. Did that. Didier Drogba has been named African Footballer of the Year for the second time. Oh, he's good, isn't he? I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, he has been phenomenal this season. Yeah. At 32 years old as well, we were talking earlier about players peaking earlier and earlier, and he just shows no sign of slowing down. He's just getting better and better. That's a great point, James. I think he's going to get sort of more... Um, his skin's going to get harder... <laughs> yeah. It's just going to get bigger and more solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who were the other candidates, though? Because I think it was Eto'o and Essien. Yeah, but Eto's not been the player he was. No, Eto's really. missed a lot of time, hasn't he? I mean, I'd like to see maybe one or two of the Egyptian fellows get a, get a look yeah, at Yeah, yeah. Mm. Someone like Zidane or Abu Trika, someone like that. Yeah. In the Championship, Kevin Nolan has won the 4-4-2 Player of the Year award at the Football League Awards, funnily enough. Um, I think he's scored 13 goals so far this season. He's been chipping in. Pete? Yeah, we've got a couple of players out. Him and uh, Lovenkrantz seem to be um, mm. sort of popping up when we, when we, when we need them, I think. Um, he's a good player, Lovengren. Yeah, Lovengren scored at the Scott the weekend. Very Scottish. I had no idea, even though he's. Uh, well, he was playing for Rangers for a while. Yeah, I, but he was only there for like four or five years. Has he got, got a Scottish he's accent? Got a massive Scottish oh, accent. Yeah, yeah, like Wonderful. Schmeichel's sort of mank Danish yeah. accent. He's yeah, got, I love was that. A good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The weirdest thing. Mm. He's a decent player, Kevin Nolan. I, th- I thought that was an underrated sign of Newcastle. Actually, it took yeah. him a while to get going, but oh, I remember he was knocking on the door in England, called mm. out for Bolton, wasn't he? That's right. There's, uh, there's players that you sort of expect to have really sort of showed their class in the um, in the Championship that really haven't. People like Gutierrez, uh, but I mean, it's, sorry, it's, Argentina international Jonas Gutierrez, <laughs> World Cup definite Jonas yeah. uh, Gutierrez. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't he score a good one last week? Oh, finally, Spider- yeah, because oh, he's got his Spider-Man yeah. mask out, he didn't fin- he? He's had that in his pants for such <laughs> a long time. Do you think that's why he's been playing pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can't be easy, can it? Hey. He, did lo- down. he did a lovely set-up for Lovencran, so didn't he, yeah, against yeah. Middlesbrough? A lovely set-up. Middlesbrough yeah, acted like they'd won the flipping World Cup. I, oh, I hate the place. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't tell Jeff Stelling that. I'll you do not hate the people. Don't Jeff mock Stel- our, our Middlesbrough brothers. Jeff no. Stelling's a Hartlepool fan. Middlesbrough brothers, yeah. easier, quicker. Middlesbrough, yeah. Oh, good one, James. Once Easy. again. But yeah, they, they they thought they'd won the World Cup, but we were, you know, we played all right. We didn't well, the two all draw. Yeah, the two all draw. Yeah. In League Two, Burton Albion scored five goals at home. That's loads. Yeah, yeah. Cheltenham, the visiting side, they scored six though. <laughs> Even more. Didn't didn't Cheltenham never get in front until they scored that winner? I think so. Yeah, yeah they were five three down in like 
injury time. Right? Someone popped up with crazy a like that. There was five goals in the last ten minutes of that game. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Play to the final whistle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oi, well, you didn't want to leave the end of that one, no, did exactly, you? Yeah. No, hey, see what I've done there. Yes, um, I do. Uh, in that league, Northampton Town are now stocking a number of items from other clubs. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's awful. That is absolutely sickening. I'll on, be gutted if on I, their, was, like, on their web- I was a cobbler. Yeah, in, on their website, you can buy uh, official Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Liverpool products. Why stop there? They literally might as well get Barcelona, Inter, Milan. But I mean, I, I think. What do you think about this? I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because I like to. And uh, the. Would you rather the money go to Northampton Town Football Club for um, the ki- the stuff that you're inevitably inevitably going to buy your children who never support second league second division clubs? Yeah, well, or would you, or would you rather go into Sports Direct and give it to Mike Ashley? That's right. <laughs> the thing is, how much of a cut are Northampton realistically going to get for that? Mm. It's tiny. Yeah, it's all dollars away. It? I, I understand what you're saying in terms of practicality, but for me, symbolically. It's a poor move. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad that it, it's come to that. Is it, it in the club shops or is it in the... Club shop uh, and on the website. Is it on the website? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's definitely on the website. I've seen it. With my peepers. <laughs> come with me to Serie A. Yep. I'm on board. I'm Good. here. Yeah. Good. Right he's on, he's on, on the plane. plane. Yeah, I've got, I've got the map out, even though we're on a plane. Um, Fiorentina beat Napoli at the weekend 3-1. Mm. Although um, they didn't have any fans there because their fans abandoned the trip to Naples in protest after they were assigned 30 tickets for the game. It's <laughs> worse than none. It's worse than none. It's worse yeah, than yeah. none. It's, it's derisory. Yeah. That, that's a Blackburn away contingent, that is. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Oh, hey. Certain hey. listeners of this show won't be happy with that. <laughs> he can uh, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> Don't worry, listeners, he plays for the team. The Ramble team. And every week he says... Oh, did you mention me this week? This week I'm going to go, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, he's actually? A lo- he's a lovely fella. He, ca- he, was, he came up to me, uh, w- with me to Manchester um, for, for the Fulham game, and when we got to Euston Station in London, as we were just about to get on the train, Ryan Nelson was there on the phone, a Blackburn captain, obviously, yeah. and he was loving it. That was probably the best bit of his day. Oh. <laughs> not Old Trafford, not the Trinity statue of best and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. None of that. Ryan Nelson on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if he wasn't on the phone, I would have got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, well, you'd have asked for a picture, <laughs> and you may have been given. <laughs> you may have also been headbutted. Um, uh, well, back to back to the Fiorentina business. Or not? Well, yeah. Um, tickets. Someone from the club said that they would have brought um, a total of two hundred and fifty to three hundred people. Yeah, I read that they had five coaches lined up. Apparently, yeah. so it would have been about that number. It's outrageous! I don't know how you get away with that. I'm sure there are rules in place in this country that you've got to give a certain amount of tickets if they're. If they're if they're needed up to yeah. a certain point, you know, I think it's ten percent of the capacity. Where it was traditionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- yeah, there surely has to be a law in place for that because it's, it's a big, big game. It's There's Italy. A rival coming up, and you yeah. just go, yeah, well, we're just going to give you ten tickets. <laughs> Italy, James. Yeah, you, Italy. Know, yeah, you, have, you have seven. <laughs> no, we want more. Well, well, you're not having them. <laughs> I saw a bit of that game, and I was sitting there enjoying the purple. Good. <laughs> Laviola. It's not the worst thing that's happened in Serie A. No. no. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Inter lost to Catania 3-1, which, uh, with Milan winning... Uh, 1-0 at home. Can I say that's burst the title race wide open? Well, Milan are now a point. Did you see the goal from Seedorf? Beauty. Oh, yeah, it was great. Gaz- Gazetta called into losing um, the Fox is wounded. But I mean, on Milan won, none of the other teams in the top eight did. So then mm. none of them took advantage of Inter losing at yeah. all. No. Really well, Milan, I think it was a 91st minute winner. It was. Yeah. It's, really, it's really just between Milan and Inter now. Which it, is it, nice I'd, to I'd, at least I'd, see the, the two sort of like local, local sides. 
I'd love Bunning to see out. Leonardo get it. I, I love Jose. I, I, I like. Yeah. But he's nice one enough. Her, yeah, it's nice to see something mixed up. It's nice to see Leonardo, after getting quite a lot of uh, stick at yeah. the beginning of the season, actually come up with something. Yeah. And for sentimental reasons, I'd love Milan to win so Beckham would get a medal for Italy, Spain, and England. Well, Inter Milan as a title race is the most handsome managed title race. I can think of. We've right. had this before, this? I think. Half an hour in. We need a little sort of sex alarm. In case he attacks you. What I'm saying is, if it's Barcelona Real Madrid, and obviously Pellegrini lets us side down, go down is a very handsome man. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Premier League, you might as well forget yeah. it. Well, yeah. if, it's, if it's Sunderland versus now Man Phil City, Brown's gone. Yeah. you know, <laughs> Roberto Mancini lets us side down. Man City are going to win the title. Mancini is the only handsome manager in the Premier League, pretty much. Is he? Yeah. Can we have a quick thought on that? Who? Sorry? He's saying he's the only handsome man. Mancini is the only handsome man in the Premier League. I don't, uh, Brown had his moments, I think. Yeah. Uncle Abraham. <laughs> Uncle Avi. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what are you laughing for? <laughs> what? He fell over there. Come on. Uncle Avi. Tony Pulis. No. Never takes his cap off. Tony Pulis. Tell me about. Just take his cap off. I've never seen him take his cap off until today when I saw a picture of him playing golf and he had no cap on, oddly. And he looked really weird. <laughs> he in, well, no, he's it, like a he's local he's radio DJ. <laughs> is he as well, yeah? When he's. No, he is. He doesn't get much money. Um, no, it, it, with interviews, he never has the cap on. Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't. Jimbo? No, I've seen I've seen him with and without cap. <laughs> my brain draws a cap on him yeah. every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm doing it subconsciously. But anyway, that's the point I've made. Jose and Leonardo, very handsome couple. Fine, yeah. they're not a couple. They're not a couple. <laughs> Shock horror. Yeah. Luke finds man attractive. <coughs> it's not a crime. Well, <laughs> let's bloody was son. Yourself lucky. Let's move on to Spain. Uh, <laughs> there was a couple of hat tricks. Mm. We should have gone to Spain first. No, we shouldn't have. More goals. <laughs> More save goals. The, save I'm the just thinking till... geographically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Well, <laughs> th- there was an offer on that. Oh, come on the way back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, Barcelona uh, beat Valencia 3-0. Messi with a great hat-trick. Well, it's, it's a testament of how badly Henri's been playing this season. They didn't mm. even start, even with Ibrahimovic suspended. They were poor in the first half. Gardner chucked him on, mixed it up a little bit, mm. and he was superb, Henri was. Mm, absolutely yeah. superb. Yeah. And as good as Messi was with his hat-trick, I mean, I, I watched the game, and Henri was absolutely wonderful. He, I don't know if he's turned into a new player. Well, when, when Henri was new at Arsenal, player, sorry. he always spoke about how he saw himself dropping a bit deeper when he got older doing what, doing exactly what Bergkamp did that was always his plan apparently it seems maybe that is what well, that's happened. what he looked like he was doing uh, against um, against Valencia because yeah. he's, he's, he's a very different player now and it's, it's kind of it's a little bit sad to see it that he's not the same sort of player with that explosive pace and sort of really deft finishing but he's, he's obviously such a skillful player he's such a good player with the ball at his feet he's always going to have a lot to offer look what Giggs has done I mean, he yeah. lost a bit easy yard or two of pace exactly. he's changed himself as a player but, I mean, not to be outdone, Real Madrid... Um, Higuain scored a hat-trick. Mm. Ronaldo scored a trademark free kick. El- he was getting El- kicked Peter. all over the place, wasn't he? Was yeah, he? God, did you see the state of his legs? The stud marks Oh, yeah, awful. that's right, he was. <laughs> but Real Madrid used to kick the shit out of Messi, right? Yeah. Last yeah. season. Well, they all do, don't they, Spain? Yeah. Yeah. While we're on the subject of hat-tricks, if I may sort of digress from Spain, Robbie Keane got a hat-trick for Celtic. Yeah. Mm. Of which he probably went, yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes! After last week's <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Five goals in two games, not bad. He's yeah, doing not a bad return. Eh? Not bad, that Lee. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> clearly quite terrible. <laughs> well, if we go back to Spain, um, the gap in La Liga from second to third is 18 points, I think it is. 
It's, it's a shame. It's unbelievable. Sure. Is. I didn't realise that was the case. Did, did we not talk about at the beginning of the season about how we thought if if Real or Barca slip up, then we fancy Sevilla? But it's, it's, it's not happening. Yeah, it was at the start. But yeah, they're just falling away. Oh, can I say though? We were talking about things said at the start of the season. You'll like, you'll enjoy this, Luke. A friend of mine pointed out he was listening to a, a, the start of the season show uh, or the start of the season ramble, and you said um, that the race for the the running for fourth spot will be between Manchester City and Spurs mainly, and Liverpool will be struggling to get it. Well, I, I've, I, that, that was a reaction to Anne Hansen saying that Liverpool are going to win the league this season. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd better redress the balance somewhere. You could see that with the squad. Well, apparently, that apparently that's what you said. At the, I haven't obviously. Well, do you mean, don't sound so surprised. <laughs> I do watch football. I do like football. You know. Sometimes I do. Yeah, even a blind squirrel occasionally finds a nut. Well, thank you, David Brent. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what we're saying about Spain is going back back over to Spain again. Good. Um, I mean, obviously, it's a huge, huge gap between second and third, but for that very reason, it does mean it's wide open with sort of third and fourth, which mm. I think is far more interesting than than it's quite often is in England. I know it's very different this season. I, I love that you never know who's going to get those two spots for the Champions League in Spain. I think it's brilliant. Well, you get teams like Villarreal playing the Champions exactly, League in Spain yeah. occasionally, you know, which is great stuff. Athletic Bilbao are up there as well. I think they're seventh actually, but they're okay. they're in the mix, and of course they were fighting relegation, were they not mm. last season? They were certainly down mm. there. It's, in a way, it's a lot more like the Championship in that sense, in that it's just yeah. so open, and you could you could feasibly go down one season and or just. Just managed to stay up and challenge the next. Oh, challenge! It's nowhere near as good as a championship. I know, Champions I know, quality I know. League, much better. English, <laughs> second best league in the world. Yeah, the world has ever known. <laughs> Real Madrid were eliminated from the Champions League. No, they were hilariously <laughs> okay. eliminated from the Champions League, Marcus. <laughs> so while we're on the subject of uh, of, of, of Luke more predictions, it's probably it's probably best that I even it out by saying that I tweeted before that Real would have too much too much for Leon mm. and they'd blow him away. And now they've been knocked out, so they, they that's the way it goes. Oh, they spent over a quarter of a billion euros, didn't they? Yeah, they you, look at it like that, a quarter of a billion. <laughs> not 260 million, a quarter of a billion, Massive, Luke. Isn't it? More than a quarter. You've got to laugh. You have to laugh. You've got to laugh. I, I, I was wondering, because I didn't see the game, I was watching the other game. Pete, are you laughing? They are. <laughs> half and half. But okay. Ronaldo always goes for, Cristiano Ronaldo always goes for the, the tears, the tears, yeah. or mm. the old... Oh, my teammates have let me down. They're so shit. Yeah. Shake of the head, and he went for the shake of the head and yeah, just stormed yeah, yeah. off. Didn't <laughs> he? Yeah. Didn't he have a bit of a row with Iguain over sort of a misplaced pass or something like that during the game? Iguain should have scored when he hit the post. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a bit unlucky, but should have scored. But they're out for the, for they, the sixth year in a row. Is it that's that something stage, yeah. like that? Because yeah. they thought it was obviously their destiny because it was at their yeah. stadium the final. If Barca go win that in the Bernabeu, oh, that'd be massive. Be massive. <laughs> that'd be brilliant. It'll be delish. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> <laughs> emails. It is email. It's still alive. Marker stamp on it. <laughs> Bomb. <Yeah. laughs> that's, how you st- that's, that's easily how it sounds like when you stamp on something. <laughs> Bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Save me, Luke. Um, Ramble Force. Ho. Oh. 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 <laughs> James, that was a poor effort. After the induction of Sir Stanley Matthews and Teddy Sheringham into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame, I thought I'd let you know of another player of senior years who beats the both of them hands down. This comes in the shape of former Labour Party leader and recently deceased Michael Foote. As a 90th birthday present, his beloved Plymouth Argyle registered him as an honorary player, officially making him the oldest player ever to be registered to a professional football club, although Carney was just about to break the record. <laughs> Obligatory carny wage gagging. Um, <laughs> keep up the good work, Sam from Chatham. That's great, stuff. Yeah, mm. 90. Don't think he'll get a run out. 
No. Just there for his experience, oh. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have him round. Have a bit like when they United signed Laurent Blanc. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he is dead as well, so I strongly doubt he's going to get a run out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid, valid point. James, read us an email. Ramble Force Hole. Coincidence that the early game of football was created by kicking an inflated pig's bladder, and the modern game is being ruined by an inflated piss bag named Blatter. <laughs> Just a thought. That's from the Flying Dutchman in NYC. New nice. York City. Wordplay like it. Worth, think- <laughs> worth thinking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Pete, oh, you want me to read mine? Please. All right, then. Uh, this is from Ben Thomas in Paris. Oh, oh. International. Oh, yeah. Ramble Foss. Uh, I imagine it's <laughs> Ramble Foss. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic <laughs> to hear... I thought it was fantastic to hear you finally enter Pierre-Luigi Kalina into the Dean Windass Hall of Fame last week. <laughs> and it reminded me Rude. of an interesting fact I learned some years ago about the man when I first began to studying at the University of Hull. Kalina received an honorary doctorate in science from the University of Hull in 2004 for his services to football. And if you check out photos of him at the ceremony, it proves that Phil Brown is not the only man on Humberside that looks like he's been tangled. The region seems to be in the midst of some sort of orange epidemic. <laughs> oh, really? Orange face, yeah. orange egg. I've seen that photo and yeah. uh, he's absolutely right it's like maybe it's something to do with Hull itself as a place where they're just sort of projecting orange onto the people <laughs> maybe they've got a microclimate up there and it's roasting <laughs> um, I, d- I didn't realise Kalina had got such an accolade well if you had I presume it would have been in the profile Marcus yeah. <laughs> you can get these sort of uh, doctorates not, I'm not saying quite easy but I mean like you just get the handed to them if you're uh, of naught yeah, but you've got I'm, I'm done just something. sort of saying it's a bit like an MBA University of Teesside <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. so you want one do you I kind of want one services to what <laughs> Being awesome. Making stupid, <laughs> making stupid noises, more like. Being awesome. Marcus, who's getting the Championship Manager goodie bag, my friend? The man from Chapham. Chatham? <laughs> you mean Sam from Chatham in Kent? The chap from, from Chatham. <laughs> I got it wrong. Sam, <laughs> Sam, a Championship Manager goodie bag's on its way to you. Go on, Sam. But in Chatham. Yeah. Chatham. Lads and lasses, it's profile time. Yow! Thank you. Bill Nicholson, OBE. Spurs legend. Yes, that's the one. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you his full name, William Edward Nicholson. It was important, the details there. Yeah. He was born on the 26th of January, 1919. God, that's a tough one. <laughs> one year <laughs> after the break, outbreak of World Cup. No, no the, the, end of, the end of World One year after I missed this day. But 14... I missed this day, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Pete. Um, 1919, you say? Yeah. 48 years before the Summer of Love. Was it? Yeah. Nobody can bother to check. He's just a target of poop. It's important. Yes, it is indeed. He was uh, a former Spurs player, but uh, most notably the manager of Tottenham Hotspur. And probably the finest manager they've ever had. Um... He uh, he was uh, he went for a trial in 1936 mm-hmm. with Spurs, and uh, he recalls he says we weren't exactly sure where Tottenham was. Uh, he says my mother and father had never seen me play football before, but they knew I was keen, but they had no idea whether I was any good or not. <laughs> so <laughs> different uh, time that was. Uh, very much so, yeah. yeah. So he had uh, he had a month's trial at White Hart Lane, and he was taken on as a, a, gr- a ground staff boy on two pounds a week. Um, and as he said, you know, we were cheap labour, effectively. Um, they, they, he said, I painted every single girder under those stands out there. Eight to five we worked every day and trained two afternoons a week, including a lot of running around a pitch. 
So it's crazy. They got him in. He worked eight till five, like doing all these jobs around the stadium. They just trained two afternoons a week. Do you reckon he was like, God, oh, I didn't know this you know, football was like. I've, I've done something else. Yeah. I just seemed, I just seemed <laughs> to be painting um, and running. He signed as a professional at the age of 18 and he, he played a few games before uh, 1939, which of course was the outbreak of World War II. Um, and he uh, he served his time there uh, because he was a professional footballer. He was sent on a PE course and he became uh, sergeant instructor. Patronising, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's sure he's already good at that. Well, yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, so he was like a PTI or something, was he? In the, in the yeah, he was an uh, infantry um, instructor and then uh, a physical training instructor. But he had a few guest appearances. I, li- I do like that, that they managed to play a few games. Did he play for yeah. FC Start? Uh, no. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was in, that was in the Ukraine. Um, he... he had a few guest appearances for Middlesbrough, Sunderland, Newcastle and Darlington, amongst others. OK. Um, he lost a lot of his playing career to the war, unfortunately, but uh, he doesn't regret it. He said um, about his uh, wartime experience, he said, it was invaluable. What I did for six years in the army taught me how to handle people and how to talk to people. That's fascinating, really, because you would pick up a lot of sort of man management skills from that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, is, yeah. It definitely rounds invaluable. You, round you off as a person, absolutely. In 1946, he, he went straight into the Tottenham first team. He was uh, centre-half. Um, and then he moved uh, to right-half, which I think is probably a right-back. Uh, it depends what formation they were playing, I suppose. Um, yeah, Could have been up front. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right, yeah. yeah. The one one eight formation. Yeah. They sort of play. Um, and he was he was there until uh, a certain Danny Blanchflower took over his position. That that team was like famous for like um, the um, the one two, wasn't it? They That's right. Introduced mm. it and um, that was revolutionary. Imagine yeah. that being revolutionary yeah. a one two. Yeah. Yeah. The push and run team, I think. Yeah, push and run. Yeah. Push and run. Yeah. Between May 1949 and kind of uh, December 1955, he was one of the cornerstones of, of Arthur Lo- uh, Arthur Rose. Sorry, great team that won the second and first division championships in successive seasons. Great stuff. Wow. And that's the first time in Spurs history they won the top uh, division, I believe. Um, and in uh, in May fifty one, he was thirty two, and he got his uh, first and only England call up. Um, and he scored with his first kick of the ball. Oh, lovely! <laughs> uh, so he's one in one, uh, but he was never Nugent. Yeah, he was never picked for England again. Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, I think it was uh, unfortunately for him. He was. Uh, Playing at the same time, a certain Billy Wright was who oh, took, yeah. his, took his uh, position. But he's, he was described Nicholson as a very unflashy player, very sort of solid and hard but fair tackler. I think you had to be in those days, didn't you? Very much so, yeah. Um, in in 1955, uh, going forward a couple of years, he, uh, in anticipation of his retirement, he acquired a FA coaching badge and coached the Cambridge University team. Oh, that's a nice, interesting fact. Yeah, he, he was soon appointed coach at Spurs and spent the summer of 1958 in Sweden with England at the World Cup. Okay. And they said it was his tactical genius that ensured England... Didn't win. With it <laughs> <laughs> that, um, England were, were the only country not to be beaten by Brazil, um, which was uh, the only game that uh, Brazil didn't score and it ended uh, nil-nil. OK. Mm. I didn't know you went out to, to Sweden for that. I, didn't, I had no, no idea. That's right. Where uh, Gunnar Nordahl and yeah. the Swedes were. They were all there. Um, Garincha would have been there as well. Garincha was there, yeah. yeah. Uh, he became... And Pele, let's me forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he became uh, Tottenham Hotspur manager in '58. His first game in charge at Spurs, um, they beat Everton at White Hart Lane 10-4. <laughs> not, not only that, though, he got told that he was the new manager in the morning and the afternoon. They won that by that amount. Oh, that's wow. right! Yeah. But the fans like this is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Have some of that. Oh, I don't see how this could ever end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. 
Bill Nicholson, a lot of people say he was one of the greatest English managers of all time. Uh, a thoughtful and innovative uh, tactician. Um, and he uh, he coached the uh, Spurs side, which did the first double of the 20th century in 1961. Yeah, wow. Spurs won the league. 1961. It took that long. Yeah, that's what I know. That's what I know. In the 20th I know century, for, but the first manager to win a double in England. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they won their first 11 games of the season, they sc- and scoring 115 goals in 42 games. Wow. He also signed Jimmy Greaves from Milan in in 62, and when they defended the FA Cup. Uh, Greavesy and a fellow Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Yeah, they'll be in good company. They can reminisce. <laughs> Bill Nicholson was also the first manager to lead an English club to victory in Europe. First Cup? Wow. 1963. It was the Cup Winners' Cup. Oh, was it? Sorry. Uh, where they beat Atletico Madrid, who were the favourites, 5 1 in the final. Wow. Um, he also won FA Cup in 67, the League Cup in 71 and 73, and the UEFA Cup in 72. I say manager, Richard. Because that's what he has. <laughs> Don't call me Richard. <laughs> and the great thing about Nicholson's sides is they played attractive football. And he said, it's no use just winning. We've got to win well. I mean, that's obviously why he's held up in such high regard as well. Mm. I mean, because that, that tends to come, come along with, with the reputation, doesn't it? People like um, Brian Clough got a lot of um, credit for playing the game properly, saying yeah. stuff like, you know, if God wanted us to play up in the clouds, he'd put grass <laughs> up, that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, so it does add to his sort of legend. Spurs do have that sort of kind of woven into the club, really, don't they? They've always been a side that, that sort of try and play sort of attractive football, and they're doing it particularly well at the moment. And it's, it's, it's interesting that sort of, you know, you see these people that have built the real sort of foundations of the club, and yeah. that ethos tends to stay there a lot of the time. Uh, he used to travel sort of far and wide in search of new players, and, and apparently he would often stand on the terraces um, anonymously and listen to the locals about players that were, were good oh, really? for the that's team. Good, yeah. that's, couldn't do that these days. Well, certainly not, yeah. no. I that's what Capello does when he goes to... Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> he stepped down as Spurs boss in 1974, and apparently he was a bit disillusioned with the modern game, and he hated the commercialisation of the game. That was in 74. <laughs> <laughs> He's been, he was there for a while, then. Yeah, he was there for a while, but he, he, uh, he continued to serve um, the club as a scout. So he, he, kind of, he went away from the club for a bit and came back, and one thing or another, but he, he, he did continue to serve the club as a scout um, and consultant. And then in 1991, he became president of the club. And in 99, the approach to White Hart Lane was, now, was named Bill Nicholson Way in his honour. And in 2003, he was inducted into the English Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, that was, that was the easy one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> now he's got the big one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he died in uh, 2004. Um, but the memory lives on. And uh, I'll end with, uh, with a quote which kind of sums up the great man. He said, It is better to fail aiming high than to succeed aiming low. And we have set our sights very high. So high, in fact, that even failure will have in it an echo of glory. Jesus Christ, that is so relevant to Spurs <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Nicholson is the team man that's all about. Hey. I, I don't mean that as a dig at Tottenham either, because they, they do do that, don't they? They really yeah. do just aim as high as possible. Mm. Bill Nicholson, OBE. Dean Windows Hall of Famer. DWHOF. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. Hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Betway predictions. I did not get a treble. I think none of mine came in. No, I don't think any of ours did. No, they? mine didn't either. <laughs> Two of them did. What are you doing this week? United to beat Liverpool. Oh, they, they didn't win last year there, did they? No. Uh, no, I'll, that's right. For what? Yeah. I think they, they'll avenge that. Liverpool yeah. beat them this season as well, didn't they? 
um, at Anfield, Anfield yeah. but I'm not at Old Trafford yet. But it's yet to yeah, be decided. But, you know, they still played or <laughs> to play <laughs> each for. Other. I think you're not going to win that game, but I've not gone for that. I've gone for a treble, including Arsenal and Aston Villa and stuff like that. So <laughs> stuff like I've that. gone for Wigan to beat Burnley in El Clasico. <laughs> <laughs> I super classic. I desire B Jam's Clasico. <laughs> I said B jabs. We don't even have them up north. No, no. Um, I'm going for a single this time. I'm going to just try and climb out the hole that I've dug myself. Uh, Arsenal to pump West Ham. To pump West Ham. Yes. If you, I didn't see that option to pump on the on the on the website. <laughs> it was there, I believe you. If you want to get involved, it's betterway.com forward slash the football ramble. It is indeed. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off to sell football weekly T-shirts on our website. Cheers. official side advert <laughs> I just happen to have with me what the bloody hell are you doing <laughs> well, you really want this don't you <laughs> just saying Teesside University I'm there Pete you're basically using the ramble as a vehicle to try and get an honorary doctorate from Teesside University I never, graduated, awesome. I never graduated in Leicester so <laughs> did you I, had, not? I had an outstanding I had an outstanding library fine. We were, <laughs> we were too busy hanging out with the elephants, weren't we? We were wondering why, by the way, that <laughs> you went you went to University of Leicester. No, I didn't. At De Montfort. Oh, you went to De Montfort University. Yeah. Okay. It's not important for the purpose of this question. Um, <laughs> and you studied like graphic design or something, right? Yeah. Why were you always in the zoo? <laughs> why did you spend so much what, time what, in the zoo? Are you trying to sort of no, s- just spread scurrilous ge- rumours? Why are you in the zoo? Those sexy giraffes. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking that, but I am now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you why. Ways. Because because I did not organise my own um, year out, my own sandwich course, my own work experience course. So you spent it, was, it in the zoo? <laughs> it was the... It was, uh, the, the it so was someone the, sent you to the zoo? <laughs> Effectively, yeah. So you had, you had a year at uni where you had to sort out a year's employment and you didn't yeah, bother, so you went didn't bother. to the zoo. So they went, do you want to go to the zoo? I said, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Of course hmm. I do. Where's the most sensible place to send Pete Donaldson? He belongs in a zoo. <laughs> That's how I imagine it went. Come to me, jungle friends. <laughs> if anyone said to me, do you want to spend the year I'm in a zoo? Well. <laughs> yeah. I'm using that again. In fact, if, if anybody can sort us out a year in a zoo, <laughs> yeah. then we'll happily do that. <laughs> oh, this is the football ramble. Giraffes have pretty eyes, don't they? Giraffes have pretty eyes, don't they? Come to me, jungle friends. (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something. Have you got it? Okay. I was about to move on to Manchester City. It would only work if Steve Bruce was a little wigging in the ears. The beast in! Very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So.